welcome to Create Shift. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. It's so lovely to have you here. Create Shift is a podcast to support, encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. It's hosted by me, Ellen of Being Change, and it's funded by you, the podcast listeners and Being Change Patreon community. I'm here to support all of us to live our happiest, healthiest and most fulfilled lives and this podcast is one of the ways in which I hope to do that. Before we get into today's episode, here's a little bit about how you can be part of the Being Change Patreon community and help support this podcast. The Being Change Patreon community is a group of like-minded people all wanting to live their most purposeful and holistic lives. This community gets access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices, and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. I would love to have you be part of this community. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash being change and choose your monthly pledge of three, five or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog and Instagram, and enables me to employ other people to work with me. And if you want to support the podcast but can't afford to be a Patreon member right now, you can support for free by sharing the podcast with three friends who'd enjoy it. Thank you so much for being here. Now... On to today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another solo episode of Create Shift. So happy to have you here, have you listening or watching, actually, if you're on YouTube watching this. This is a new thing that I'm doing, popping the podcasts on YouTube. So I hope that you're enjoying if you're um, engaging in that way. Um, I'll pop a link to my YouTube channel in the show notes as well for anyone who's curious about checking that out if you're listening and you want to go have a look at the YouTube So today's solo episode is kind of following along from the bit of a theme that I've built up with the previous solo episodes of routines. Um, So I had the first solo episode on routine was about kind of how routines can actually be very helpful for us in challenging times. And then the previous solo episode that I did was all about Ayurveda and how we can use Ayurvedic wisdom to help us schedule our days. So that episode focused a lot obviously on the, the daytime. Um, And I spoke about how the different doshas, those Ayurvedic energetic qualities, are more dominant at certain times of day. And I promised that I would focus also on the evening time and the night time. And that's what this episode is. So it's not just about the nighttime hours. Um, That might be a bit dull because we're mostly asleep (laughs) through them. It's about morning and evening routines. Um, And actually, if you haven't seen my recent blog post all about morning routines, then do head over to being-change.com to check that out. I'll pop the link in the show notes as well. So that's quite fun because I asked uh, people on my Instagram to share what their morning routines were with me. And what that just revealed uh, is that there is no set ideal morning routine which you probably knew already, right? (laughs) Um, Especially if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you'll know that one of the reasons that I really love Ayurveda is because it treats us all as individuals, which we are, and asks that we get to know ourselves rather than following generic advice. So obviously what I can offer you here is only really generic advice because I don't know you personally. So it's up to you to take what I share here and in all of the podcast episodes, of course, um, and experiment with it in your own life. Allow it to inspire you and play around with it until you find what works for you. 
And something else that I, I want to share here is, and this is again something that I've I've touched on in the previous episodes as well about routine, is that uh, it needs to be flexible. And for me, and this is something that I write about in the blog post as well, and you can hear me talk about this sort of thing in other um, podcast episodes, especially the seasonal themed ones. For me, my morning routine in particular needs to be very fluid and very adaptable because it changes with the seasons. And it not only changes with the seasons outside, so whether it's spring or summer or autumn or winter, um, I guess it changes also with whatever season I am in personally. So I, I worked with a coach once called Jen Carrington, and she has this uh, kind of way of thinking about things of what season are you in, in your work and life right now? And that can be quite a helpful question to come back to when we start thinking about this idea of seasonality and kind of cyclical living is actually what season are you in right now? And right now at the time of recording, um, so it's the end of April um, in the UK, we've been in lockdown for over a month now. And, you know, the same thing is true uh, across the world in varying degrees, whatever's going on. So um, this season of your life suddenly might have changed, you know, from what it was before. And it might be changing on a week by week basis right now as well. So I think we need to give ourselves that grace when it comes to this idea of routines that they do need to have that fluidity. Um, So let's bear that in mind. Let's move on then to to talk about specifically morning and evening routines and why it might be important to have them. And to be honest, right now um, in my journey, the evening routine is new to me. It's kind of, obviously I've got the things that I do every evening, like wash my face, brush my teeth. Um, I've even got little bits that I do, kind of like massaging my feet. So I guess you could call that a bit of a routine, but it doesn't really feel so much like a routine to me as my morning routine, which actually has quite a lot of things that I do. I'm very into the habit of it. It makes me feel set up for the day and it's it's got a different feeling to it. And maybe that's just because I've been doing it for longer. Maybe it's because the idea of an evening routine is actually less thought about and spoken about, but it can be really important. Um, When I was doing my yoga, Ayurveda and holistic health training course, it came up as something that actually is very, very helpful for balancing out vata energy. So the vata dosha is to do with air and ether and it can make us feel quite anxious and um, even lead to like insomnia and worrying thoughts at night. Um, And I experienced that kind of thing quite a lot. And the evening routine um, is something that we spoke about could actually be more important for vata types than the morning routine. And I think if we think about the evening routine as extending out into more of the evening than just the like half an hour before you go to bed, maybe thinking about it as being longer and how we can use that time to help us prepare for sleep and, and wind down, then maybe that helps us think um, in a better way about what the evening routine could be, perhaps. So why is it important to have morning and evening routines? Well, uh, a morning routine, I think we all know, can do wonders at setting setting us up to have a positive day. I think, you know, there's tons of books and podcasts and talks and articles and all sorts of things about, you know, the morning routines of highly successful people or whatever. Um, 
ignore those or <laughs> read them if you want to. Um, but again, always bear in mind that it's personal and just taking someone else's routine isn't going to mean that you have a successful day because you need to do what sets you up right. Um, so a morning routine can help set us up to have a positive day ahead. And an evening routine can really help us wind down, which helps us have better sleep, which then helps us feel refreshed, which then helps us have a more positive day ahead. Um, what we also often don't think about, uh, perhaps, is that a good morning routine is actually also key for helping us to get a good sleep. Um, so there's a guy called Sean Stevenson who's wrote, written a book about sleep. I'll link to it in the show notes. And um, he says, uh, this is some word for word quote, but something like the, the a good night's sleep starts the morning before. And so really, when we look at it like this, um, our morning and evening routines are both important for lots of reasons. But the main one, if we kind of really simplify it, is to support our sleep. Because as we know, sleep is so important for a healthy mind and body. And these routines can also aid us in practicing some vital self-care, such as setting clear boundaries for ourselves and giving ourselves what we need to flourish. So I've talked a lot about this kind of idea that the the morning routine is, or sorry, I'm so in the morning routine headspace, I don't even talk about the evening one as easily that the morning and evening routine and, you know, whatever routines that we want to set for ourselves are very, very personal. And I just said it helps us give ourselves what we need to flourish. So how can we go about then identifying what those things might be? So I've got a few questions for you here. And they are, so you might want to ask yourselves these questions. You might want to take some paper now and you can pause the podcast after each question or maybe just write a note of them and then come back to them later, whatever works for you. How do I feel when I wake up? So this is for the morning routine. So how do I feel when I wake up? How do I want to feel when I wake up? How do I usually feel in the morning? What kind of quality do, I, do my mornings have at the moment? What quality would I like them to have? And then the same questions for the evening. So how do I feel when I go to bed? How do I want to feel when I go to bed? How do I usually feel when I get into bed at night? What kind of quality do my evenings have at the moment? So you could look at that as how do you feel when you get into bed, but also, uh, or how do you feel in the evening as well? So taking it as a longer period of time. And then what quality would I like my evenings to have? And then ask yourself, what do I need in order to feel good in my days and my evenings? So just in general, some things, just jot them down. Maybe give yourself a time limit so you don't have to overthink it. Just jot down whatever first comes to you. So some examples might be you need boundaries around your phone and technology. Um, because you know that when you spend too long on your phone in the evening or all day or whatever, that you don't feel as good as when you actually don't do that. It could be that you need nourishing food. It could be that you identify that actually something you need every day is a little bit of time to read or time to connect to yourself, just silently sitting, drinking a cup of tea, sitting in the garden or looking out of the window, kind of that time to just connect yourself, float around in your head, <laughs> not really doing anything. Um, it might be that you need nice aromas in your life. Um, 
it could be that you you need to feel softness. There'd be all sorts of things. And then you might start to get some ideas from the answers to your questions about what you could bring into your mornings and your evenings to help yourself feel good. And what you might want to put in place in your mornings and your evenings to help those times feel the way that you would like them to. So if your morning currently feels rushed, if that's one of the things that you wrote down, um, but you'd like it to feel calm, maybe you decide to try a boundary of no screen time in the morning or coupling that maybe with something that you need is that you need time to read, okay, um, and you know that you find it harder to, to bring that into your evening for whatever reason. Maybe you decide that you're going to get up 15 minutes earlier so that you can read for 15 minutes. Uh, maybe you, you wrote down that you want to get up earlier, which actually means you need to go to bed earlier. So that shifts both of those routines there. Maybe you wrote that you would like your evening to feel luxurious. Okay, maybe anything could have come up. So maybe you want it to feel luxurious and you know that in order to feel good, you need, let's go with the nice aromas. You decided that that's something that makes you feel good in your life. And maybe you don't need it in order to feel good, but maybe it, it really helps you feel good. Okay, and you want your evenings to be luxurious. And so maybe you're doing this at a time where it feels appropriate for you to say, actually, I'm going to uh, end my days with a bath every evening with some essential oils in it or bubble bath or whatever it is. And these are just examples of things you could say. Um, so please don't jump onto the, oh, well, that would be lovely, but I, I can't, I absolutely can't do that. So that's not helpful. What is helpful is, is thinking about the things that we can do. Um, so, okay, maybe you like the, the nice aromas is something that came up that would help you feel good. Um, and you want your evenings to feel luxurious but you've, you know, you've got lots of responsibilities in the evening, you've got kids, you need to like give them a bath or whatever, you know, okay, you need to give them a bath, well, maybe you could choose a bubble bath for them that smells really nice to you, um, or maybe after you've done that, you, you get a really nice scented candle and you put that on and you just sit and you, you enjoy that. There's always little things that we can do to bring in to our lives to help them feel more the way that we want them to, and that's definitely true for the morning and the evening routines that we might want to create for ourselves so hopefully those exercises were helpful and you can always return to them and sort of let it mull around in your brain a little bit I thought I'd share now some basic Ayurvedic guidelines that might help you think about things that you may want to do in your morning and your evenings and you may want to you may not hi I hope you're enjoying this episode of create shift so far I'm just jumping in here to let you know about my Being Change Patreon community. As a member of this community, you get access to exclusive weekly holistic living content, live seasonal workshops and full-length yoga practices, and special holistic living live Q&A sessions with me. You'll also get each episode of Create Shift before everyone else, as well as advanced access to booking for any of my live events. To become a member, just head to patreon.com forward slash beingchange and choose your monthly pledge of three, five, or eight pounds. The money I make from Patreon funds the free content I create here on the podcast, my YouTube channel, blog, and Instagram, and enables me to employ other people to work with me. Thanks for your support. Now, back to the episode. 
as I touched on in the previous solo episode about using Ayurveda to schedule your day, the kapha dosha, so that dosha which is made up of earth and water, it's kind of more about nurturing and relaxing and being heavier and slower, that starts to be more dominant from 6pm in the evening. And that goes until 10pm. So as we can see, if we look at the Ayurvedic clock, this is the ideal time to start segueing into our evening routine and to start winding down. So if you can, it might be that you say, I don't work past 6pm, if you can, right? And don't jump into that, well, I can't, it's fine, don't worry. It's always things we can do. Um, this is a good time to connect with loved ones, whether we live with them or not. Maybe it's time to have a phone call or watch an episode of something like a watch along with friends. Um, it's uh, the time to share a meal. Um, you know, so maybe you've, you've identified that you like to have nourishing food and you like to have time with your loved ones. And so you start having family dinners more around the table um, where you cook a nice nourishing food. And maybe you decide that you're going to use that cooking time as your time to kind of segue into your evening routine. Um, it's a good time of day to do something that you enjoy, uh, something that really you know brings you joy, like a hobby or it's that reading time or something like that. Um, so then from 10pm, we move into the Pitta Dosha time and that goes from 10pm to 2am. So this is why it's great to go to bed before 10pm. And so many people will say, I can't do that. That is ridiculous. It's fine. It's fine. If you think that, that's fine. Maybe it is as well. And maybe you work night shifts or whatever. You know, your, your partner works late and they come home late and you want to have the, the loving dinner with them. So you stay up later, which means you go to bed later. It's fine if that, uh, you know, in that case, you're, you're still getting something that you need um, and that makes you feel good. So that kind of sort of balances out in a way. If you do find, though, that you have difficulty sleeping um, because of worrying thoughts or you're feeling very productive suddenly at like 10pm, um, you've got lots of ideas about work, uh, or that you're waking up having gone to bed and you've slept okay, but you're waking up and you're not feeling refreshed, if you can, try going to bed before 10pm and see what happens. Because when we come into the pitta time, we get what we call kind of that second wind, you know, sometimes, uh, so, you know, we've all been, if we've been at university and you're a student and you're writing an essay into the night and then you get to about that time and you're like, yeah, it's great, I'm going to power through 10pm to 2am, it's like you get this uh, the second wind, maybe you get loads of good ideas. And that can happen when we go to bed. <laughs> if we haven't quite gone to bed by 10pm and we're lying in bed at like, you know, 11 p.m. and we've got all these things and all these brilliant ideas about our business or our work or what we're going to do with the kids tomorrow or whatever <laughs> we, we come into that more fiery time if we're asleep by that time then the pitta energy helps us to digest our day's experiences and helps us to digest our food as well um going to bed at or before 10 p.m also means eating our evening meal earlier if we can, because the closer we eat to going to bed, then the more we can kind of interrupt our sleep cycle. So if you can eat your evening meal sort of right around that kappa time, 6, 6.30, great. 
If not, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Do what works for you. You're seven, seven thirty, whatever. I'm just giving you some guidance that you might want to take on. Uh, light. So, as we know, probably, light has a huge effect on our well-being. Um, we've talked about it before on the podcast about natural light and how it impacts our health and well-being, and and how the opposite, artificial light, so the blue light from screens. And also from just our lighting that we have inside can interrupt our sleep cycles, our circadian rhythms. So if you want your evenings to feel, if you want to feel more sleepy in the evening, for example, and you're normally on your phone right until going to bed, can you set a boundary around your phone time and actually turn it off an hour before you're going to go to bed? And if you can't, can you find one of those apps that uh, reduces the blue light from your screen? Um, and then the other thing is, can you get some natural light as soon as possible in the morning by sticking your head out of the window, taking some breaths, by stepping into your garden or your yard if you've got that space? Can you do something like that? And then a few little other things for the morning that you might want to think about is moving in the morning. So it's the kappa time of day, 6am to 10am. We can feel heavy and sluggish. Getting ourselves going with a little bit of movement, even for 5-10 minutes, can be really, really good. Um, something I do in the morning is tongue scraping, which you might think sounds gross. Um, I'll share a video on it at some point. It's this little device. Um, it's not a device. It's just like a metal kind of thing. It's like this shape. If you're looking at the video, it's kind of like a U, a U shape, right? And you put it on your tongue and you scrape the stuff off the surface of your tongue, which is, uh, undigested toxins that, uh, have come out of our digestive system. So it's great to scrape them off because then they don't go back into our digestive system. Um, and preparing the body for digestion by doing things like maybe abdominal massage or perhaps drinking some hot water with some lemon juice in it. So there's a few little things, just some food for thoughts. Um, hopefully this episode is going to help you to just start to think about your morning and evening routines. Finally, I want to pose this question, which is something that I've been thinking about. And it's what if we framed these as morning and evening rituals? How would that change things? So to me, a ritual elevates the routine and brings intention and sacredness to it. So would viewing our morning and evening routines as small daily rituals perhaps help us honour, value and support our health and well-being in the best way we can? So now maybe you think about turning your routine into a ritual and you might not change anything about what you're doing, uh, but it might feel very, very different. The intention might be different. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's been, uh, uh, I hope it's been supportive and inspiring to try to say those two words together. And if you're interested in this idea of the morning and evening rituals, do keep an eye out, um, sign up to my newsletter if you're not on it already. Uh, I'll pop the link in the show notes because I am developing, um, a course around this and I think it's going to be really nourishing and inspiring. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be sharing on my newsletter as soon as that's ready. And, um, yeah, I hope to see you somewhere on the internet, I guess, um, uh, soon. So, yeah, um, all the show notes uh, are on my website at being-change.com. All the information is below that you might need. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Create Shift. 
I hope you enjoyed it and found it inspiring and supportive. Don't forget to share the episode with friends and on your social media channels to help this podcast reach more people and help them live their most purposeful and holistic lives. And if you'd like to be one of the people funding the creation of this podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash being change to become part of the Being Change Patreon community. Until next time.